to Guns and Devils Transfer Special. And with me, as always, is the Abamyang to my Arteta, because I'm trying to get rid of him. It's <laughs> Liam Ho. Hi, Carl. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm hoping to get um, a free transfer to the Undisputed Wrestling Podcast. Um, <laughs> I'll try and make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the transfer window's open, and, and we, we don't know if it's going to happen, but I guess we'll... I think I'm going to start training with them later today. <laughs> I mean, they've offered me a bag of peanuts for you, and I've accepted. So. Yeah, I, I feel slightly offended, but I, I want to know like, what kind of flavour. But, but I think I'll make me feel a little bit better. Uh, just a pack of solid peanuts. Okay, you, you, you're completely dead to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, buddy, it's good to see you again. I don't think I've seen you. I don't think I've talked to you since maybe... Early January? Possibly, possibly. Might have been before Christmas. I can't remember now. I mean, January's so long, it feels like it's six months. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it definitely did as an Arsenal fan. I can, I can tell you that. <laughs> um, in more ways than one. <laughs> so, uh, this is a podcast dedicated to um, the, all the players that Man United and Arsenal have signed. And that's it. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we're going to get into that. <laughs> um, but I mean, should we quickly address the elephant in the room? I mean, we talked about it off air, but uh, yeah, we quickly bring it up if you want. Yeah, sure. So obviously, I'm sure by the time people have you know heard this, you you might even know more than we do. But obviously, um, you know, accusations have come out against uh, Mason Greenwood, and um, I mean, they seem pretty damning and pretty severe. And at the moment, he's been arrested for potential rape and assault and um yeah this is probably going to be the only time to acknowledge it because it's you know we wanted to keep it purely football but um yeah it's just a horrible situation hopefully um his ex-girlfriend is okay and i I really hope that um people stop making prison fc jokes and and i've I've been quite ashamed on quite a few arsenal fans who are trying to use it to kind of boost arsenal up or dunk on Man United, and it just shouldn't be about that at all. It's just an absolute horrible situation. So um, hopefully can, people can kind of take from that. And yeah, um, do, do you have anything you want to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, what he's done has nothing to do with the club. So it's, you know, people shouldn't use it to reflect on Manchester United. Uh, if anyone uh, on social media is trying to... Um, excuse or stand by Mason Greenwood, they should rethink their lives. Mm. And, um, just, um, yeah, if you thought if you have some what has been alleged that he should never play football again, let alone for Manchester United is just never play football for any team again. Um as a man United supporter I wouldn't let him anywhere near my club. But, yeah, uh, actually, uh, it's sorry, not sorry. for us to cast aspersions while you know investigation is ongoing. Um, so that's all I want to say for now. Actually, I, I do kind of want to want to say something because I saw this um, yesterday, and it's about um, the girlfriend's father. The name escapes me, but he kind of put out a statement on Twitter, um, and I, I think it was really, really quite shameful. And if anything, I think it actually makes her even braver for coming out because it's clear that he knew about this and he wanted to scrape it under the rug so, yeah, that, so that his family could benefit financially. If that really is a father, I mean, I'd, again, I'm, I don't want to go too much into stuff that could be purely Twitter gossip, but mm. it does, reading that, it does sound very much like you don't want to lose the gravy train of your rich boyfriend. 
So, but uh, yeah, I, again, I, I don't want to comment too much on that. Just in case. Yeah, if it is legit, then he's he's just a he's a piece of trash. But um, anyway, I, I guess we've we've covered that. So um, let's get into the football. So um, how's January? been for you as a Man United fan? Um, Very mixed. I didn't think we'd bring anyone in. I mean, is there a lot of point if we're going to be appointing a new manager in the summer? I think it probably is best to save the money and spend it on players like that new manager, whoever they might be, would actually want at the club. I think I think it's all. I think we should be sort of. We sort of almost need to start again when the new manager comes in. I think there's a few more players that might need to be moved on. I'd like to see a different captain. Perhaps Maguire moves on altogether. And uh, yeah, hopefully some new players brought in uh, a DM with any luck. Yeah, were you were you disappointed about um, you didn't sign anyone in January? I mean, it's a very difficult window to sign people in, but a little bit. I mean, if we could have done with a midfielder if we could have got someone, um, you know, for a reasonable price. But um, maybe Pogba's coming back. Um, uh, Hannibal Majir has been recalled to the squad, so maybe he's a part got a part to play. He has been very good for us when he has played and within the 21. So maybe he can make a similar um, impact that Alanga did when he started recently. I mean, there's no harm in trying to play some of the younger younger talent, you know. I mean, you you have an amazing academy. So I guess maybe just it takes a bit of time for some people. Yeah, I think they need to have more trust in the youth, to be honest. I'd like to see... Um, a few more players coming through. I don't have players that want to play for the club and uh, mm. come through the system and, you know, players that we've bought in that just there for the money and couldn't give a shine, basically. I think we've got too much of that. Yeah. Do you think, Um, I've, I mean, I kind of hear a few things about Man United here and there, but I keep hearing the name Mengi. I, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Um. But he, he he's a, he's he's quite a, he's supposed to be quite a high a big prospect, isn't he? Apparently so. Yeah, it'd be nice to see him and some others get a chance. So we saw, I mean, Ahmed uh, Diallo. He went to Rangers and scored within first four minutes. I've always thought he mm. looked quite lively. In the last podcast I said, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Pastori, Pastori. Um, he's, he's, he's your summer signing, isn't he? Yeah, we sent him on loan. He's someone we should have perhaps held on to to give more more time. I mean, these players are never going to come on if we don't give them a chance. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess that is one of your the positives of your of your of your January vote. It was nice to see someone like Alanga, who has been, you know, I, I've heard Alanga for quite a few years, and it's nice to see him finally get a chance. And I, I think it's yeah, given it's... a bit of a bit of a kick to Ashford as well. Yeah, uh, I think it has, and. He's looked really good, so you know more more of that, please. And spending, you know, close to seventy million or somebody who's got one goal to their name so far. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Jane Sancho. I think he he's going to really need to kick up his game. Um, I I, I seem to remember you played him at like a right wing back at some point. Jane Sancho was yeah. that was that just one of his weird experiments? Maybe, maybe, or it might have been because of injuries or something. I'm not I'm not too sure, but. Maybe the new manager will have better ideas on 
uh, how to play him and be able to get the best out of him. You, you just don't know. But um, yeah, we'll. we'll t- yeah, I, I, are you are you quite firmly off the Ragnik um, revolution at the moment? Then no, I don't mind him, but um, it's pretty obvious he's not going to stay beyond um, these few months. I think mean, they're pretty much eyeing up Pochettino or Ten Hag, so we'll we'll just say I mean the only way he stays is if we can't get anybody else to to come to the club. Which <laughs> <laughs> the way we're running, the way things are going from what you hear, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> no, I mean I mean yeah, it's, at least it's... Woodward's gone now, thank Christ. Yeah, that's true. Um, was this his was this his last um was this was it was this his last transfer window or did he leave, did um, leave before this? Uh, we left as the transfer window closed. Basically. Oh, okay, right, I see. Yeah, he so was supposed to leave in uh, December, but he extended stay for a month when um, I got the social was signed. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fair enough. So, I mean, in terms of, I mean, obviously his transfer business has been quite maligned, and um, I mean, you haven't bought anyone in but you, you have sent quite a few people out on mm. loan yeah um anthony martial one of the bigger names we sent on loan to seville mm-hmm. um as i said before ahmed has gone to rangers uh, and donny van der Beek, he's gone to everton so it'll be very interesting to see if he gets um much game time there and if he can actually show what he can do um maybe lampard can play him in a way that um, gets the best out of him, and perhaps he can go back to United and kickstart his career, or we end up selling him permanently to Everton. Perhaps just have to say again, it could depend on um, what the new manager wants. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think he's going to be a very interesting case because obviously Everton, you know, they have Ducouri and they have Allen, who are two great CDMs, but then he also brought in Deli Alley, mm. which. On a permanent deal, which quite surprised me, um, I, I thought he'd only really leave on loan, and, and the amount of money they spent for him is quite, um, it's quite remarkable. But um, how much did they spend on him? I think it, I think it was around about twenty million, but I think it could rise to forty million. You know, but I think twenty million for a player like Deli Ali is not too bad. I mean, when he was, you know, a couple of seasons ago, you'd have been talking about seventy million for him easily when he was on form mm. and. Playing well, I just don't know what's happened to him. He's really sort of fallen off his pedestal, hasn't he? He's, yeah, I, I think he's so someone... poor. Whether you know Mourinho never really believed in him, that's you know uh, damaged his confidence, and maybe a move to another club will kickstart his career again. I think he's one of those players who I think the talent's never really been in doubt. I mean, I think we all could see that he could be maybe the best midfielder in the world. And I know that sounds kind of a bit crazy considering, you know, everything is done. But I think his mentality is the problem. Because you know, even recently under Conte, you know, in the Liverpool game or I can't remember who they played recently, but he had another really good performance. Um, I think I can't remember who it was against. But he's shown flashes of what he can, what he can do. And if you can get that out of him consistently, mm. I mean, he could be a world beater. He could be. Um, I mean, we all saw how good he could be. He was you know, an England regular at one time as well, and he's just had this massive fall from grace, which we tend to see a lot with English play. You know, young English players. Uh, I don't know if it's a culture in England, and you know, this I've made it now sort of attitude a lot of these youngsters seem to have, and mm. I, I just don't get it. I mean, you compare someone like him to someone like Kane. 
So I, I think Deli Ali in terms of talent, I mean, they're very different positions, but I think in terms of talent, I think he's a lot more talented than, than Kane is. But obviously, Kane is incredibly professional. He's worked super, super hard. And but he can't, he can't make fire though, can he? Deli Ali and his, you know, his brother's not the Undertaker. So <laughs> oh, I see. Oh. That's terrible. I, I might just end this call now, to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, Donny Donny Van der Beek at Everton. I think that, that could be interesting, and hopefully with, with some game time under his belt, with a manager who knows how to work with midfielders. Um, I, I I hope it goes well for him. Yeah, and me. I've got nothing against. I've got nothing against the guy, but we've had two different managers. You know, he's had two different managers, and neither of them um, sort of really fancied starting him so there must be something not quite right somehow in what he's showing in training or whatever yeah absolutely and i think um i mean martial was kind of i think he's in a very similar situation to Deli ali more than yeah Vanderbilt. he started off where that really good season um in 2020 when he scored quite a few goals and since then he's just dropped up and just can't seem to get his confidence going and, um, you know, his scoring boots on, so maybe a, a lone spell will do him good. Yeah, I think, I mean, you could argue that, you know, the kind of mismanagement of Man United has maybe hurt him. I mean, you, you, you kind of change managers every two years, which for some players can be quite oh, no, difficult. No, I, I, I don't know. I mean, 2020, he was, was the season under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer where he managed to um qualify for the Champions League and you know he, he was still having a social the last couple of seasons who's been Marshall's manager and it's under the Ali that he's had this drop so I, I don't know. I don't mm. know what it is with him. Yeah, that's true. Well I guess um I think it's is it Emery who's in charge of Sevilla at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that, that, that could be interesting. And, and hopefully, well, I guess we'll see if it works out for him. Um, but it, it wouldn't surprise me. I I, I don't have much confidence um, in, in the transfer. I, I, think he, I think he's kind of accepted where he is. But I, I hope I'm wrong. Hopefully he proves me wrong. Um, I'm on two plus. I think we'll get rid of him. If he doesn't do anything at Sevilla, I think we'll just get rid of him personally. Yeah, that's true. Um, is is there anyone you want to like see kind of step up to the plate, so to speak, in in these players' absences? Um, everybody. <laughs> all right, that's, that's, that's a good answer. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what I mean. In all seriousness, I think they all got. I think they've all got more to give, especially from some of the performances we've seen this season. And yeah, it'd be good to see. Um, Rashid's got a couple of goals lately, so hopefully he's coming out of his slump. Belanga looked like a good prospect. Maybe Hannibal can step up and you know show us something and become a key part of the team. You know, I don't yeah. think it always has to be. I think that's a I think that's a trouble um, this club and maybe other clubs have made. The, you know, it doesn't have to be that really huge, you know, that really big spend. You know that makes an impact it could easily be someone from the academy and i think i mean if they're there and they're talking about them why not give them a shot oh he's such and such is supposed to be good and that's when you know they're being loaned why not give them a chance at united maybe you know they'll give a few more percent more on the pitch because they come from the academy than someone like pogba for instance that seemingly can't be asked half the time yeah yeah, I think um, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, 
there's a lot of onus on Pogba, I think, to prove that he's still, you know, he, to prove that he's still a big game player. And then, you know, he's coming up to the six, last six months of his contract. He had a good start to the season, but he's kind of been pretty anonymous since then. Um, and another person I think I think this could be quite an interesting season for, I think, is Phil Jones. Um, yeah, I mean, he had an option to go, was it Bordeaux or something? Yeah. But he turned it down, so um, I don't know. Maybe he hopes he can, because I think that one game he came back and played, I thought it was excellent. So, you know, I, I wouldn't mind having him around. And you need to be centre-backs. <laughs> I'd prefer, preferably have him ahead of Maguire, but they don't seem to... I don't know, they don't seem to want to drop him permanently, probably because he paid so much money for him. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see a kind of bit of like a Luke Shaw-type renaissance for Jones, because, you know, obviously... Mm. He's been at the club for so many years, and I, I saw a quote from him the other day. Um, he was offered a chance for a testimonial, and he turned it down because he thought no one would actually want to come see him. Um, I mean, you know, he's he's become a bit of a joke, and is 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 really quite sad to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's I don't think he's as bad as a lot of people from Maykay. I think he showed that in that game he played recently. Uh, mm. I think trouble is he's been played by injuries, and that hasn't really allowed him to come on and like perhaps he could have done yeah I mean he I think he's played an average of 16 games a season mm. and I think most of it was probably in you know the first half of his career which yeah I don't know I, I suppose we'll see but I, I would like a bit of a happy ending for him yeah uh, well we'll see we'll see what happens yeah speaking of happy ending um Arsenal still haven't got ours, um, and I, I think we're kind of we, we were kind of in a very similar situation for you because we also had no incomings. Um, well, we, you say that. I mean, you bought this guy from Colorado Rapids. I know you loaned him <laughs> straight back, Austin Trusty or something. But I don't put a lot of stock in um, players from um, you know American players or players from that league. <laughs> mm. They're usually there for a reason, so I'm not. Not too sure about him and Lino Sosa from West Brom. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be familiar with, to be honest. I think he's going to be a, a bit of a youth player. I mean, apparently he is very talented. Um, but I think Trusty is purely a kind of a financial. Um, I think he's pretty financial player. It kind of reminds me when we bought um, Asano a few years ago. Which, if you, if you never heard of him, that's because he was purely made so we can get more business in Japan. <laughs> um, so I, I I sadly think it's one of those um, situations. Um, well, God, but yeah. Yeah, and you sent a lot of players on loan. I think we sent out in total eight players on loan. Um, someone called Harry Clark. Here's one that was about and looked like he's going to be a breakthrough player at one time. Is Ainsley Matlin Niles? He's gone to Roma. Um, mm. I thought, you know, I thought he was going to do more, but it just doesn't happen for him for whatever reason yeah i i would have liked i would have liked to see a little bit more of him because he he is i mean i i think when he has played this season i think he has been pretty solid um for whatever reason i guess arteta doesn't really like him um which i, I don't I, I don't really know how i feel about that i mean we need we need midfielders and we haven't been able to sign, sign someone um because at the moment we have three midfielders which are Zerka, parsi and Lokonga. And besides that, we have Patino, who's 18 and has never played in the Premier League before. Um, so it, it's it's very it's a very weird situation. Then obviously we loaned out 
I mean, well, we got rid of Callum Chambers, which I mean, yeah, he's you know, gone to Villa. And we'll have to talk, we'll have to talk about Villa next because they've made some quite good signings, I think. But yeah, uh, we'll carry on with, with Arsenal for, for for now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we we we've um obviously he's signed. Pablo Marie has um left, I think, to join Udinese. That's it. Um, I mean, I don't think we have to go through everyone. I mean, there's players here. Yeah. I've never heard of. True, but I guess a major one um, is Abamyang, which is causing. Mm, you're still crying over bless you. <laughs> it's a weird situation because, I mean, I, I don't agree. I, I don't necessarily disagree that it was the right decision, and he, but he had to go. I do think we should have brought someone in to replace him, um, and it is sad, but it has kind of ended this way. Um, yeah, it's just it's just very. It, I, I have very mixed feelings about it because um, he, he he's he's a great man. Um, but he to be fair, he's always wanted to move to Real Madrid or Barcelona. I think he was a dream very early on in his career, and I'm I'm just happy that he's finally actually got it. And I just want to thank him for everything that he has done for this club. Because although it's been rough for the last two years, you know you you can't forget just how brilliant he he has been. Just, just, just hold on, mate. I think I need to get my violin out here. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he did well. He did well. Arsenal, but the last two seasons for me, he's really been off the pace, and there's been a a lot of rumblings about unprofessional behaviour. Well, I say rumblings. I mean, Arteta's sort of, you know, suspended him and not play, you know, and not played him for certain games. And obviously, this last time. Was a step too far because um, I'll they're going to get him out of the club fast enough, and it sounds like they um, terminated his contract in the end. Yeah, yes, I think it's going to be. I think I think it is going to be a free transfer. Um, you, it's actually going to be interesting at Barcelona because I mean, if you think our our tethers are strictly for rules, Xavi is even more. Um, he's even more like severe and stricter. So I think that could be something to watch. Um, I, I mean, we also probably should mention that Aubameyang was sent home from the African, African Cup of Nations as well. So I don't think it's not just a purely Arteta thing. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, I mean, a lot of players are going to need to step up um, in the time that um, he's gone. I'm going to send you a photo now of our squad depth. I mean, we um, do seem to be in very sort of similar positions. We've both got wealthy owners who clearly don't want to spend any money. Um, squads that are struggling to really find their feet, and just when we think they may, you know, they're taking a step forward, they seem to take two steps back, don't they? It, it is annoying. It, yeah, it is. It is incredibly annoying. And I think, I mean, I think you have a lot better depth than we do in, in some ways. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe not in. Well, yeah. It's, well, we'll just have to see. I think. Fourth is the best either of us can hope for, and only one of us is going to be able to finish there. So that could be quite interesting. Yeah, I think I think the reason I see a lot of annoyance on the Arsenal side, I think, is because if we signed a really good striker, I think we really could have nailed down that fourth spot. I think it's, this is going to be a, a big challenge as it stands. I mean, we, we you know we're, we're solely reliant on two strikers. We have two right midfielders. We have three central midfielders. I think we have. Three centre backs, two right backs, and two left backs. If 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 we get more than one injury in any position, 
we essentially don't have anyone to fill there, which is which is quite scary. <laughs> yeah, and, and now you've got to have four confirmed COVID cases before they'll suspend matches. So you can't just say, oh, we've got a couple of injuries. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which, which I think it, it probably is the right decision, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. How, how, how are you feeling about the rest of the season coming up? Oh, I, I'm not really confident, to be honest. Just have to see how we do. As I say, we've loaned a few players out, not brought anybody in, really. So I don't know. I've got no expectations at the moment. I think this season's. I think this is a dead season, and we start again next year if we can get. Um, the manager the board want in place yeah i, I think that's, i mean I, I think we're very much yeah I, I completely agree i think if we get fourth i think it's a little bit something of a miracle um i mean uh, i think at, at the start of the season i think europa league was probably the only possibility so i mean I, you know I, I think to even be thinking about fourth probably is you know a bit of a pipe dream anyway but um yeah it just feels like a opportunity missed i think probably for both of us but um I suppose we'll see. So, so you, so you wanted to talk about um, Aston Villa? Yeah, briefly. Um, they signed some. I think they made some good signings. I mean, Philippe Coutinho from Barcelona, who scored on his first match when he came mm. on against um, Man United, which I told you he would do because the actual <laughs> players always score against us. And you know what? I'm going to make a hot take right now. That'll be the only goal he scores. Wow. I mean, I mean, quite possibly. I mean, he could make a few assists. I remember Torre Andre Flo for Chelsea. Completely hopeless most of the time, but every time they played us, he always seemed to score. <laughs> oh, I guess that's just how it goes. <laughs> um, Lucas Dine from Everton. I think that could be a good signing for them. Uh, Cam yeah. Chambers as, for Villa. I think that could be a decent signing, actually. Yeah, I mean, with, with Chambers, he's very, he's very versatile. Um, I, I think he, you know, if we have any spots that need to be filled, I mean, he's a fantastic passer and crosser of the ball. He's just incredibly slow. But um, obviously, mm. Twan Zebi has gone. I, I don't know where Twan Zebi has gone, but he's he's not there anymore. <laughs> um, uh, I know El Ghazi. He went to Everton. As part of the Lucas Digny deal. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Um, um, and they've also signed someone, Robin Olsen from Roma alone. Uh, goalkeeper, he's right? He's someone I don't know much about, to be honest. I think he, I think he was, I think he's former Everton. I seem to remember. I, 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 I could be wrong about that. Uh, I've been impressed with Gerard so far at Villa. And I think, you know, he's some, some decent signings and there's no doubt He's the reason why Philip Coutinho plumped for Aston Villa in the end. So, uh, you know, I think he could get them going. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I think some of the young players, I think like Ramsey, I think he's really, I I think he's been really quite impressive. Mm, he's been loaned out to Cheltenham Town. Has he? That's what it says on my, uh, my, my list, which is on the official Premier League. Oh, I didn't know he's been loaned out. Well, it was pretty no, I didn't, I didn't until I um, read this. Mm. Um, I mean, so someone who I was surprised didn't leave um, Villa was Douglas Louise, because he, he seemed to be linked with an awful lot of clubs. A lot of clubs fancied him, but I don't think Villa were ever super keen to let him go. I mean, he might have sold if the right offer had come. I think uh, he was on Arteta's shortlist. I think Newcastle, mm. Newcastle were considering him and uh, a couple of other clubs that I've forgotten. But 
Uh, he's not going anywhere at the moment. Yeah, I, I, he's, I think he's definitely one to watch for the summer. But um, I, I, I suppose we'll, I, I suppose he's just one that we'll see. Um, actually, I, I wanted to ask you, what do you think about um, Spurs signings? Because obviously uh, Conte is a very demanding coach. Mm. And I, and I mean, it, I think if he went to Man United, I think he probably would have killed someone by now by the lack of signings they've ever made. <laughs> probably. Um, probably another reason they didn't want Conte because he does like his... He does like to buy and bring players in and uh, it wasn't going to happen. Um, yeah. At United. Yeah, Rodrigo, Benton, Benton and yep. Dejan Kusevicki, both from Juventus. Um, Dejan's alone, so... Don't know. The, 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 again, I don't really follow football outside uh, football, the Premier League these days, so they're, they're not players I'm overly familiar with. Well, that's fair enough. I, I think I think Kudzewski, I think he could be. I think he could be a real game changer for them. I mean, from what I've seen of of him, I think he's he's a very unusual player, but he's very versatile. I think. I mean, I think they need someone on that right hand side. You know, especially if Mora can't play for some reason, or if you know he, he has to replace Son. Who seems to be kind of on the treatment table when he's not? Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's a decent window for them. I think missing out on Diaz and on Traore is a big miss. Um, hmm, Traore, you actually ended up going to Barcelona on loan. Yes, that deal done, it? yes, that, that is true. Yeah, um, which, is, which is a very, it, it, it feels like it doesn't quite compute. Um, but, yeah, he, um, he's from their academy by all accounts. So yeah, and they haven't got you know they are a bit cash strapped. So that's probably why the Bamiang deal fell through at, at one stage, perhaps. Um, and then as soon as Arsenal decided they couldn't be arsed with him, it, it all it all happened. <laughs> yeah, it, man, they they are they are very interesting. I mean. Because they also bought, um, is it Ferran Torres from Manchester yeah. City? And apparently they've had trouble registering him because of uh, um, the, the laws and rules in the uh, Spanish Premier League about um, financial fair play and whatnot. So they, they are struggling a bit to get their sort of books in order, aren't they? Yeah, I think, I think um, Samuel Antiti had to take quite a big pay cut. Mm. And um, I guess, um, I can't remember who they got rid of, Barcelona. But they, I know they've got rid of. Oh, actually, I guess they got rid of Coutinho. That, that must have been quite. Yeah, a that would have been a fair, Yeah, and also what's it? They had to. They had to loan. Um, oh, what's his name? The French player. Oh, Dembele. Atletico. No, not Dembele. Oh, Griezmann. That's it. I just couldn't figure his name. Yeah, they had to loan him back, didn't they, to Atletico to ease the wage bill? Yeah. He signed all these players for extraordinary amount of money, like. You know, hundred million plus, and put them on stupid wages, and then since the pandemic and other things, they, they just haven't been able to afford it. Oh my god, it's some of these super clubs. They're just completely out of control. They just got themselves in the right mess. Yeah, and I, I think if these days, if you don't have some kind of strategy in football, particularly in the transfer market, I think you're kind of I think you're you're a bit lost and hopeless, to be honest. I mean, unless you've got anything else you want to add, I think I'd like to end um, this arm um, uh, a feel good transfer, and that's Christian Eriksen going to Brentford. Um, mm. Hopefully, he can get some game time and, and play. I mean, apparently he's fit and ready to go, but 
It's just some weird regulations in the Italian league that wouldn't allow him to play. Because Danny Blind plays fine with a, um, a pacemaker. Yeah, well, I think I think it's it's not a pacemaker that's the issue. I think he has um, some kind of like defibrillator inside of him. I think that's more the issue. Basically, yeah. Yeah, I I I I suppose so. But I think there's maybe it's just like a bit of a weird kind of small text thing. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I've always been a fan of Christian Eriksen. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know the exact reg, uh, rules or regulations that means he can't play in the Italian league, but it seems a bit harsh if. Uh, you know, it doesn't apply in the Premier League, but we'll have to see. You know, I imagine they've done the due diligence on his fitness and medical. And say, um, um, David Blind has no, you know, hasn't had any problems recently, so hopefully he should be fine. Yeah, but um, I, I think that's quite. A, you, I think you're right. I think that's quite a positive note to end on. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, it's a very good career at um at Brentford. Yeah, he's he's hoping to be able to play for the world. You know, play at the World Cup. So he needed to get some playing time. And yeah, I think he'll get some good responses as well. It turns out for Brentford. You know, but I think a lot of people are going to be pleased to see him after what happened. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, but I guess with that, do you want to? Um, do you have any plugs you want to give? Yeah, quite a lot. Actually. I'm oh, going to get like I'm going to get like Scott at the end of my uh, probably not easy uh, podcasts. <laughs> oh dear, go on. So yeah, as I just mentioned, there's probably not easy. Me and Scott, where Scott, sorry, where uh, we're currently talking about the book of Boba Fett. Um, there'll be a new episode out. I'm recording with him more later today today being tuesday so hopefully that'll be out soon it might be out before this or after depending on what nathan decides to put this out hopefully <laughs> in the next hopefully soon there'll be a tennis pod with me and nathan uh where we're talking about the australian open and and basically wanking over rafa nadal to be honest because <laughs> What he did on what he did on Sunday was just amazing, and he's also just a very handsome man. Exactly, he is going a bit he is going a bit bald now, though, which puts me off. But <laughs> I digress. Um, <laughs> we uh, there's also the Buffy part with me and some Carmichael, so check that out. The last the latest one was Prophecy Girl, the season one finale. So check that out. Uh, I've got an article on the Australian Open up on. Our website, rogueopinions20.wordpress.com. So check that out. Check out our Twitter, rogue uh, underscore opinions. Follow me on Twitter at carl underscore flyer80. And uh, check out um, my new Twitch, which I've started doing, mm. uh, carl7ps, where at the moment I'm currently uh, streaming a lot of Hitman stuff. So if that piques your interest, give, give us a look. Yeah, absolutely. Um... I would abs well. I, I'm I'm gonna try and watch one of the streams at some point. I keep forgetting. Um, I don't that you do, do it. If it's not your thing, I'm not gonna be like one of these people that gets in a huff because you, you don't. I'm just doing it for my own enjoyment, and I don't expect anyone to to watch it just out no. some sort of loyalty or anything. So don't worry. But yeah, I I think you should. Uh, it's good that you're doing it, and it's good that you're doing it because you enjoy it as well. Um. So yeah, um, I I don't really have many plugs. So I guess after the beginning of a pod, I just want to plug uh, the AVA project, which is uh, an organisation that helps kind of end domestic violence. At least that's what they're trying to do. 
Um, so you can follow him on Twitter at Ava Project. Um, Ava is in capital letters. And uh, yeah, support them and try and listen to people around you, particularly if it seems like there's something wrong. Just make it clear that you are there for them if they do need it. And if, you know, don't don't close yourself off to them and don't make them feel like they're alone. And um, yeah, I hope that everyone else is okay. And please find the courage to speak out. If you're male or female suffering any kind of domestic abuse, you don't have to suffer through this and you are uh, you are not alone yeah absolutely um, he deserves a fresh in wow okay wow <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> uh <laughs> anyway <laughs> carl this has been fun buddy yeah it really has thanks for listening everybody Bye.